Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. And let me wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy it with your family and friends. Lots of turkey, lots of stuffing, mashed potatoes. I'm not a big cranberry guy, but uh, you know, so hopefully if you enjoy that, great. If not, uh, you're like me, just if I always avoid the cranberry. So, um, of course, there's some great football action going on on Thursday. So enjoy the day. You can also enjoy the day by listening to the podcast while you're eating. Uh, I hope you can do that. <laughs> We're going to talk uh, Union football and uh, Stonehill men's hockey uh, on this edition of the podcast. Union football back in the, in the NCAA Division III uh, playoffs. They won uh, their first-round game last week at Delaware Valley. They'll head down to Baltimore to take on Johns Hopkins. They'll have interviews with head coach John Poppy, uh, wide receiver Landers Green, and defensive back James Gillespie. Uh, those interviews were conducted Tuesday over at Frank Bailey Field. You may hear a little wind. It was a little cold, and uh, some snow was starting to fall at the time of the interviews. But, uh, well, I hope you enjoy that. And like I said, we'll talk Stonehill men's hockey. They're coming to Union for a pair of games this weekend. Head coach David Borges is, uh, will join us, and hopefully uh, uh, Greg uh, Chapchin, uh, who played for the uh, – Garner Charger actually was a Dutchman back last year, not a Garner Charger, but uh, he's with Stonehill. He's your leading scorer, and we'll hope to hear from him as well. So it's uh, yeah. Stay tuned here. We'll talk some uh, Union College football here up on the here the Ponding Shots podcast. So uh, stay tuned. Hi, this is Kenny Albert, the voice of the NHL on TNT, radio voice of the New York Rangers, and the NFL and Major League Baseball on Fox Sports as well. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Schott. Meet Andrew Waite. He's a dedicated journalist with a passion for research and a commitment to getting all sides of the story. Whether it's a local issue or an upstate trend, I do the stories and interviews that shed light on what's important to you. Stay informed. Read Andrew Waite in the Daily Gazette. It's my job to offer commentary about what's happening in our community and what it means to our readers. The Gazette, reporting based on accuracy and integrity. It's who we are. It's what we do. Want to get all the latest news from the Daily Gazette on your phone or tablet? We have an app for that. The Daily Gazette app allows you to read all the newspaper stories and columns from our dedicated team of journalists. The app is free. You can download the app from the Apple or Google app stores. Hi, this is Daily Gazette reporter Natasha Von Holdridge. I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season and a prosperous and healthy 2024. Welcome back to the podcast, and we're getting ready for Union College football. Uh, the Garner Chargers won their first-round NCAA uh, Division Three playoff game last Saturday at Delaware Valley, a 24-16 victory. Score was really not that close. A late uh, scooping score by Delaware Valley made things interesting, um, but uh, Union held on for the win. And now they get to go back south uh, again. Uh, the last week was in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, just outside of Philadelphia. This time they'll head down uh, I-95 to take on uh, Johns Hopkins, the seventh-ranked team in the country. That game will be at 12 noon on uh, Saturday. Johns Hopkins with an 11-0 record, won the Centennial Conference with a 6-0 record, and they're coming off a 62-20 drubbing of Western Connecticut last Saturday. This is a team that also is really is a t- tough, 
tough offensive team. Uh, they closed the regular season with a 58-7 win over McDaniel. They also scored over 50 points in the game, 55 against Rowan on September 30th, and they just missed getting 50 against Gettysburg, uh, Gettysburg the following week, getting 49. So this is a team that can score, and you've got to find a way to stop them. So I have interviews that I conducted on Tuesday at uh, Frank Bailey Field, and uh, the team just finished up uh, final exams on Tuesday, so a lot of uh, happiness there. And uh, we, we talked first uh, with uh, head coach John Poppy, and then after that it'll be uh, Landers Green and uh, James Gillespie. So enjoy the interviews. Well, John, this is, I think, week three of you being on the podcast. This is kind of good, isn't it? That's awesome. <laughs> Anytime you get to ask me questions and uh, talk union football, it's great, Ken. Talk to me about uh, the game last Saturday. We, you, know, you guys, you pulled it out going down the Delaware Valley. It wasn't a, you know, more artistically good, a lot of turnovers, but uh, maybe the defense was really key in that game? Absolutely. And I, I think the first two drives, just in terms of the mentality, um, we showed the approach we showed, right? We went down the field, opening drive, scored a touchdown, put seven on the board, defense comes out, gets a stop, and we go right down the field. And unfortunately there, we don't punch it in. We fumble the football, and then defense all day was locked in and um, did a great job versus their run schemes or different personnel packages, really created um, a lot of havoc and different pictures for their quarterback when they tried to drop back and throw it. And yeah, I mean, that's the reason why we won the game. How big was James Gillespie's uh, pick six there at the end of the half? Tremendous, tremendous, like huge, right? I mean, I thought they were going to need it. They, they tried to trick play. They get 10 yards. They're feeling good. And all of a sudden, you drop back and take a shot to try to get points before the half, knowing they get the ball again. And James steps in front of one. And, and instead of going out of bounds like we hoped he would, get three points for us, yeah. he takes it to the house. So, I mean, that was a huge boost going to halftime, being up 17-6. to six, and, and now they're reeling. Yeah. And we come out and get another stop on defense. And, and right there you could see the deflation you know in terms of the, their kids and, and just what we were doing offensively how important is ball security going to be against Johns Hopkins you guys you had some t- numerous turnovers on in that game last Saturday at uh, Delaware Valley including one there that they returned for a scoop and score late in the game uh, so how important is it going to be able to you know not turn the ball over uh, that's something we preach every day and since preseason right you really do um it's if the other team is on the ball they can't score, right? So it's been a focus already, us as coaches in staff meetings as we approach the first day of practice today. And um, you're going to see a, a definitely attention to detail in that regard. And, and our guys have already been coached up off the film of how to respond differently in those situations. You're taking on Johns Hopkins team that's number seven in the country, scored over 60 points uh, on last Saturday. What is going to be the key to limiting their offense? Uh, controlling the quarterback. They're going to complete passes. They got really good receivers, really good skill. Their whole line is very well coach and executes very high level but their quarterback is runs the show with his legs they run him he'll scramble he throws a deep ball extremely well so we gotta we gotta limit him and control him we got to get pass rush going and uh create some you know off target throws and hopefully get them to run the ball a little bit more uh with their running backs and, and just keep hitting this quarterback all day and then offensively we gotta stay in the field uh, i mean this is the key to the game if we, if we can move the chains like we have with the running game and, and control the tempo and pace we've got a great shot how much confidence you guys have you know you went down on the road down to doylestown pennsylvania last saturday you won the game now you're going down to baltimore another road game how how much confidence does this team have on the road I think now we feel pretty good just in terms of our process, our preparation, how we're going to do things. It's nice that finals were finishing today. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, kids don't have to worry about the academic part of being a student athlete. It's really all about football, about ball, and um, I think they're excited to, to get back on the road here and show what we can do. How much, how much 
difficulty with balancing this team to balance that and how proud of you are they to balance that you know dealing with football dealing with final exams it just shows you the type of character we're able to recruit here um, it really does and um, it's a testament to this place and how it's structured professors to the advisors to our student athletes all working together to, to make sure it's not overwhelming our guys can be successful and manage their time the right way well if you win on Saturday we'll be back on the podcast next week how's that Ken sounds great <laughs> John appreciate it thank you thank you Joining me now is uh, Union wide receiver Landers Green, who scored a touchdown in uh, last Saturday's win over Delaware Valley. Uh, Landers, talk about that game last week. Uh, it wasn't the greatest game. Uh, you guys had some turnovers, but you pulled it out. What what was the key to that? Um, I feel like our defense really, really um, worked hard to get multiple stops, get multiple punts to give us the ball back. And uh, offense, we just kept punching them in the mouth. You know, turnovers hurt us a little bit, but um, we put points on the board when we needed to and end up getting the job done. So to, to go down on the road, get down to Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and then you know pull out that win. How, how important was it for the team's confidence you know, as you get set to go down to Johns Hopkins? Um, big confidence boost. We know we um, they were a good team. We know we're a good defense, one of the top ranked defenses in the nation. So we knew it was going to be a tough game going in, but we just had to go in, work, put our heads down, and just do what we needed to do, and that's what we did. So um, yeah, and going into Johns Hopkins, we know they're a good team, and so same. Same mindset going in. Just keep working all week, do what we got to do, and hopefully come out with the win. Yeah, turnovers, as you mentioned, there were a lot of them in that game on Saturday. How important is it to uh, you know, have ball security, especially against the Johns Hopkins team that put up over 60 points last week? Yeah, definitely got to take care of the ball this week. We know their offense is pretty efficient. Um, defense does a good job. They play technically sound. So, yeah, just got to focus on take care of the ball and make the plays when we need to. How important is it to, you know, to maintain that confidence going down there, knowing this is one of the top teams in the country at Johns Hopkins? Um, just knowing that they're a good team, we're also a good team too. So we feel that we can go up against anybody and, you know what I'm saying, play our hardest whenever we touch the field and make the plays that we need to, like I said before. And yeah. Of course, you got some of those guys dealing with final exams. How much is how tough has been balancing that with football practice? Yeah, um, not too bad. You know, coach he centers everything around us, so make sure we're we're on time. We're getting our assignments and make sure our, um, our schedule is catered around us. So, yeah, it was a little stressful. Not not too bad though. But yeah, we got everything done. Just today we should have been the last day for final. So, yeah. So, Landers, uh, good luck on Saturday. Thank you. Joining me now is defensive back James Gillespie, who had the big play in last Saturday's win over Delaware Valley with the uh, pick six return late in the first half. Uh, James, take me through that play because it's you know, they're trying to run out the clock, Delaware Valley. They do a fake, and then you make the interception. And this talk with uh, Coach Poppy, he says that you were hoping to go out. He was hoping you would go out of bounds, and it turned out to be uh, the right move. Uh, just talk, to, take me through that whole play. Yeah, we were, we were ready for anything at that point, and they count in the, uh, the empty sets. We knew they were going to try and throw the ball, especially at the time winding down. And um, I was on my man, I saw the ball coming towards us. I happened to grab it, and as soon as I got it, I was thinking end zone, and then, you know, my teammates did the rest for me with their blocking. How big was that play? Um, I'd say, I mean, it was definitely fun. <laughs> it was one of the more fun plays I've, I've been involved in, and to be able to be the one that, you know, had the ball and scored a touchdown was definitely something special. Yeah, that defense, you know, you know, the last points that the Union gave up was came on a turnover, but the defense holding basically six points. How big was that to hold them down? Yeah, you know, it's it's always a good thing when our defense can come out and play like that. And, um, you know, we just want to do whatever we can to 
put the ball in the hands of our offense and, you know, kind of let them do their thing and let them roll. Now you go up against the Johns Hopkins team that scored over 60 points in their win last Saturday. Uh, what do you have to do to you know, prevent them from doing that? They're, they have great players, they're well coached, and, you know, they have a lot of speed over there. And they're definitely smart too. So we just have to be on top of our game, be, be able to think fast, play fast, run fast. And um, it'll be a great challenge, but we're definitely excited. We can definitely, we can definitely do it. How important will uh, ball security be? Ball security is always a big thing. And, um, you know, no matter what, how the game goes, it's always important to keep the ball in the hands of our team. And it's always important to also try and take the ball away from them with um, forced fumbles, interceptions, whatever it may be. You guys, you know, obviously won, won on the road last week. You're going back on the road. How much confidence have you guys have, you know, playing on the road? Yeah, we, we love playing wherever. You know, wherever there's a football field, we're ready to, we're ready to get down and play who wants to play us. So we're, we're, we're excited. James, good luck Saturday, and hopefully we'll have a chance to talk to you next week. Yeah, thank you very much. That's James Gillespie. We're going to talk Union Hockey next. You're, you know, you're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Hi, this is Andrew Catalan of CBS Sports and formerly of News Channel 13 WNYT. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Speed, skill, physicality. Home to college hockey's elite teams, coaches, and student-athletes. ECAC Hockey, 12 programs competing at the highest level. A league where champions are born and world-class professionals are trained. Where history is abundant and a commitment to the cutting edge is unrivaled. The best facilities, the fiercest competition. ECAC Hockey, there's no experience like it. Hi, this is Daily Gazette News columnist Andrew Waite. I'd like to wish you a happy holiday season and a great 2024. Welcome back to the podcast, and it's uh, Hockey Weekend at Union. Uh, Messerink, the uh, Garner Chargers men's hockey team, returns to action after a two-week break. Uh, they were off for exams, and of course, uh, you heard, uh, if you had a chance to listen to my interview with Josh Halji on uh, Wednesday, uh, that podcast is up at, uh, at DailyGazette.com or wherever you get your podcast. We talked about uh, the uh, games this weekend, both 4 o'clock starts Friday and Saturday. Stonehill. Is uh, Division One just for their second season? But in reality, uh, this is the first full year they've played a, a Division One schedule. Uh, last year uh, they went Division One, but didn't weren't able to schedule uh, very many Division One games. They played a, a, a schedule of Division Two and Division Three games. Um, there's a couple of Division Three games sprinkled in there uh, this season, but uh, it's been a you know, a little bit of a tough go for Stonehill. I went 12 so far on the season, but uh, they're trying to build something there over there in Massachusetts. And uh, earlier this week, I spoke with head coach uh, David Borges, and uh, here is that interview with him. Well, David, uh, talk about you know, the transition, you guys. This is your second year at Division One, but the, really the first full year of uh, playing a full Division One schedule. What's, how's the transition been going? Yeah, like I said, it's, uh, it's really our first year. Um, you know, we're... We came into the game real late in April the year before and weren't able to get any Division One games. So even though the schools classified as Division One, really didn't play a Division One schedule. So this, you know, this year we've got 38 Division One games. So um, you know, 34, I should say. We're playing a couple of non-league games too. But um, we, um, you know, it's definitely um, a different challenge. Um, you know, obviously from a standpoint of, uh, you know, one of the things we had to do was upgrade our roster and. Um, 
you know, we're not there completely. It's it's probably, you know, we look at it as like a three-year process to getting a, a legitimate D1 roster from top to bottom. Um, you know, we probably could have attacked it a little bit different. We could have gotten more kids this year in, um, you know, D1 guys uh, or more portal guys. But at the end of the day, we're not looking to establish something for one year. Uh, we're looking to build upon uh, this one first year. So, I mean, that's one of the things we looked at was, you know, we can bring, you know, we could have brought in, you know, 20 freshmen or whatever. Uh, but then, uh, you know, then we're, we're class heavy <laughs> on one year. Um, and then really no experience either. Um, so, um, and then you look at it on the flip side, you know, we could have brought in more portal guys for one year. And, and the problem there is, again, trying to build a program. Uh, what good is it if you get guys that are one and done? You know, if you get, you know, seven, eight guys that are, you know, for one year and gone, um, it doesn't really help you build a program. So, um, from, so from a roster standing, uh, building standpoint, you know, that, that's where the challenge is in, in, in our first year. And, um, you know, we, we've, uh, got an extremely tough schedule. Uh, doesn't help as an independent, you know, we, we've, we've got to get the games we've got to play and, and, you know, playing, uh, I, I think this year we've got, uh, somewhere close to four or five teams in the top 20 on our, on our um, on our schedule. Um, so it's, 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 um, it's a good, it's a great challenge for us. And, and it's uh, something that, you know, our guys, um, look forward to as far as, you know, setting the foundation and building the program and going forward with it. How, how important is it to be patient as you uh, get this uh, to D1 level and be able to compete at Division One? Oh, it's extremely important as patient. Um, you know, we tell our guys all that, you know, we can't look at the results. Um, we look at, we have to, we have to look at the process. Um, and we have to make sure that we're sticking to the process that we're, we're trying to establish here and, and the culture we're trying to establish. We can't cut corners. Um, and like I said, uh, we, we're, you know, outside people will look at it from a result standpoint, but we need to look at it internally from a process standpoint. And as long as we keep building and we keep, um, doing certain things as far as, um, you know, taking steps, uh, from our first game to whatever game it may be, our 10th, 20th, 30th game at the Division One level, um, it's the process that we really need to be concerned about versus the results, especially in year one. How is it, how exciting is it though to be, you know, be able to build something like this? Oh, it's extremely exciting. I mean, like that's, like I said, that was part of the, you know, the pitch that, uh, you know, these, these incoming freshmen that we have, um, that came in, you know, they, you know, uh, we want them to be part of this, this, uh, foundation, this culture that we're building. Um, you know, one of the things we told them is like, uh, you know, we don't want you to be a passenger on the bus. We want you to be the, you know, we want you to drive the bus. And, um, so a lot of guys were excited about that. You know, at the same time, like we told them, there's going to be a lot of challenges. Um, <laughs> you're going to drive the bus, but there's going to be times you're going to have to get off and change tires too. So it's, uh, <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's, um, you know, like I said, it, it's, it's a process that, uh, you know, um, um, at times it can be frustrating. I know because guys, you know, there are guys who want to see the end result, but like I said, what we need to focus on is, is the process and continuing better, getting better within our process. Yeah, looking at your schedule, is it 26 road games this year? I mean, how, how crazy is that? Yeah, I mean, it's tough when we don't have it on ice uh, arena. Um, ho hopefully we will. I, I think it's going for vote in January. Um, so that is a challenge, but we can't use that as an excuse. Um, you know, um, ASU, uh, I think, played somewhere around 10 years off campus. Uh, same thing with Bentley. 
who's more of a local team to us. So um, we can't use that as an excuse. Um, you know, um, if if we keep building this and, and keep uh, you know doing what we we want to establish here, um, those things will come. Um, you know, uh, it's the old um, you know uh, analogy I gave our team is you know Rocky Balboa and and, and, <laughs> and Apollo Creed. You know, Rocky was training in a in an old gym and and Apollo Creed, Creed everything was handed to him. So it's like you know sometimes when everything's not handed to you, um, you know uh, you appreciate what you do have. And uh, like I said, uh, it's not about the rink we play in or whatever. It's about the, the group of guys that are inside that locker room, and that's what matters. So um, we, our guys have a great attitude towards that, and especially the freshmen. Um, and they want to, you know, they want to build something that down the road they can be proud of, saying, "Hey, they were part of this foundation and and, and help build this." Yeah. You're coming to the union this weekend. Uh, what, what do you expect? Have you had a chance to look at any tape of uh, the Garnet Chargers? Uh, we, like I said, just getting into that today. Um, but um, you know, I know they're, they're um, always a very competitive team to play against. I've seen them quite a lot. Uh, over the years, not uh, not looking at them from so much, uh, you know, because we weren't Division One. Uh, but my son was the associate head coach at Colgate, so <laughs> I, you know, pretty much tried to watch every game that uh, my son ever, you know, coached at Colgate. So obviously playing Union quite a bit. Uh, so I've seen Union quite a, quite a few times just uh, in in uh, in those types of situations. But uh, you know, well coached team. I know. Um, you know, uh, he's done a great job. Josh has done a great job with him. And, and uh, you know, we expect it to be a, a huge challenge for us. And, and uh, you know, one that we're looking forward to is, like I said, all these are challenges and they're great because, you know, we want to play, you know, good teams. That's the only way we're going to make our program better. And of course, I mean, there's uh, two former Union players on your roster, uh, Greg Chapman. Uh, yep. sophomore defenseman and uh, Matt Allen, a graduate forward. Let's talk about Greg first. He's leading the team in scoring uh, so far this season with a goal and seven assists. He didn't see much action at Union last season in his freshman season. What did you like about Greg, and how did you uh, what what attracted you to bring him to uh, Stonehill? Um, you know, his size, skating ability. Um, you know, Greg has a great ability to get up and down the ice. Has really good size and length. Um, so, you know, one of the things when we looked at last year, we played a, a couple games, you know, at the Division One level last year. One of the things we realized is we needed to get bigger um, as a team in general, and specifically on the back end. Um, you know, so I think Greg's like six foot two, six foot three, or whatever in that range. Uh, we need to get, you know, not only get bigger, but you know, we want to increase our skill level. So, like I said, he has the ability to get up and down the ice. And, um, you know, that's where his contribution has come this year, uh, pushing the pace of the game. And he's, he's playing his best, you know, when he's moving pucks up ice, you know, getting, um, getting pucks out of zone quickly, um, you know, not hesitating. And that, that's when he does that, he can be a very effective player for us. Yeah. I mean, how happy is he he's getting a chance to play? Because I, like I said, he didn't play much, uh, last year at Union. Yeah, I know that, like I said, uh, like getting back to our, you know, the, the bus theory where, you know, we want you guys to be, you know, uh, drive the bus and not be passengers. And, um, I think Greg might have been one of the guys that said to me, he says, coach, I was on the outside knocking on the door. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, so it's like I said, you know, it's exciting for him, you know, from a standpoint of being, being able to contribute and, um, and be part of something here. And, and, and you know, that's what excited him as far as, um, the opportunity that presented itself here for him to come to, to Stonehill and play. Yeah, and Matt Allen's there is 
he's a graduate player because he obviously was you know, being a senior at Union, they don't have graduate programs, so he yeah. uh, he had another year of eligibility. From what I understand, your um, SID said he may not be playing this weekend, but yeah, no, he's injured. He's, he's injured. He actually won't. You know, we have a team rule where injured guys don't make the trips and stuff. So, um, you know, so he won't actually be even making a trip up there. But shoulder injury, we expect him. He's been out for a while now, so. Um, because he didn't, you know, he, uh, I'm trying to think, he got hurt before the ASU games, uh, so didn't, he didn't play it up there at ASU, but, um, he'll probably, uh, there's a good potential that he'll be back, uh, you know, the first week in December, so, uh, that's where we're targeting his return. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, Matt's, um, you know, you know, um, playing, uh, you know, I, I know he didn't play it last year, a center position, um, it's one area that, you know, and that's one area that we need to, you know, build upon here and get stronger at. And, uh, you know, so we've asked him to play at the center position this year, uh, because we need help there. Um, you know, uh, again, a, a good sized kid who can get up and down the ice and, um, you know, um, he's contributed with his leadership and, and, um, you know, his on ice skills. So, uh, like I said, he's, he's fitting well. You know, the biggest thing right now is just, we want to get him back in the healthy and get, get him back in the lineup. I guess he's got to be a little dis- disappointed not be able to make the trip. And I, yeah, how disappointed are you for him that he can't come back to, to, to Union this weekend? Yeah, it is. You know, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, these guys, especially guys like Matt who have played four years, um, they know they can't come back from injuries because it's, you know, especially, uh, you know, uh, you know, shoulder type things. If you, if you don't let it, uh, <laughs> if you don't let it heal and then get to a, to a certain point, then, uh, you're just jeopardizing your entire season at times. So, um, you know, he, he understands that we have another kid in, that's in the same, same similar situation, but a younger kid. And then he, you know, he at first didn't understand how he needed to, you know, uh, get a little bit more rest and everything else and he tried to play through it and and you know um, and now he, he he's uh you know put himself behind the curve even further than you know than potentially coming back so like matt understood that and like matt's like relaxed well on his way coming back and you know hopefully uh you know we need him in our lineup so hopefully we, you know we get him healthy uh you know in the beginning of december and and uh you know he can continue having a, a good season for us Another player that used to play in the Capital Region over at RPI, Henri uh, Schreifels. How's he been doing? Good. You know, same thing uh, that we, you know, uh, came in here, um, you know, played two years. Uh, would have played three if, you know, obviously RPI didn't play the COVID year. Um, but, you know, Len's experience um, has been a, a guy that we've used, utilized on one of our power play units. Uh, but just bringing some of that experience to the younger guys. Cause like, so we have like, you know, we have 15 new faces here, uh, you know, out of 28. <laughs> so that's quite, you know, quite a big turnover. And, and you know, as far as uh, um, team building goes and everything else. So Henri's uh, fit in well, um, brings the experience and, and um, you know, and, uh, you know, has skills to, uh, to, to, to match with that experience. But, you know, he's, again, he's, um, he, he was all about, you know, getting more opportunities and, um, you know, and he played it, he played at RPI. Um, but you know, wasn't um, you know? I don't. He wasn't on uh, their power play unit, and so he's getting that opportunity to play in the power play unit and, and show some of his his other skills that he had to possesses. So you know, things like that. That's what's make it made it exciting for these guys that came over, the portal guys that came over to us from other programs. What conference are you guys looking at down the road? Is it more going to be Atlantic Hockey? You think? Uh, whoever would take. 
take us, really. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we're not going to be picky with anything, but any conference would be great. But, uh, you know, uh, and, and and that, saying, that being said, like, yeah, definitely Atlantic, I think, from a, a location standpoint, uh, an academic standpoint, um, would be um, a great fit for us. Um, you know, I, I think um, it would be an ideal situation. At the end of the day, the conference has to want to expand or accept us into it. Uh, we, you know, we ultimately don't have the say in that with any conference. Um, but I think that would be that conference would be a good fit for us um, with our institution. Especially, you know, you said Bentley's right by you guys. So that'd be a good, nice rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said. Uh, between getting into a conference, you know, trying to get our own rank, you know, that, those are the things that are going to turn around the, those 26, uh, you know, road games. You know, it's like, um, you know, uh, having better facilities here for visiting teams to come and, and play in. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, there's a ton of hockey teams right, you know, within, you know, we've got Northeast and Providence. You know, BU, BC, um, you know, even going up to, you know, uh, UNH and Lowell. And then, I mean, we've got a ton of the Division One hockey programs um, within the radius of Stonehill's campus. So, um, you know, that's the thing as we continue building this, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you can continue playing those teams and, and getting those teams on our campus to play us here. But those teams have been great with us, you know, like Northeastern, um, Providence, um, you know, and uh, we've, you know, we're, We've played them this year already, and, uh, you know, both those teams uh, are playing us next year again. So, um, you know, those they're, they're trying to help us grow our program, too. So I'm very appreciative of, of those programs and, and helping us try to build this. You know, same thing with Merrimack. Merrimack's, you know, uh, um, provided us an opportunity to play them this year and next year. So, um, you know, that's great. Um, they're trying to, you know, increase uh, the awareness of Division One hockey at Stonehill and helping us do that, and and um, you know I can't be more thankful to those programs. Well, David, appreciate a few minutes. Uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right, thank you. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. All right. And now let's hear from uh, Stonehill defenseman Greg Japchen. Uh, he played for Union last year, played in eight games, did not record a point. He leads Stonehill in scoring this year with a goal and seven assists. We spoke Thursday morning, and we talked about his time in Union and uh, how much he is enjoying uh, playing for the uh, one of the newest programs, uh, Division One programs in the country, Stonehill. Well, Greg, uh, how much are you looking forward to coming back to Union uh, this weekend? Super excited, um, obviously. I see a lot of familiar faces, a lot of people I haven't seen in uh, a little over a year now, so um, should be should be really fun to catch up with them and uh, hopefully have a pretty competitive hockey game. I mean, how disappointed uh, with uh, how things worked out? You only played eight games last year, didn't get a point, and uh, how disappointed were you in how things ended up there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was it was a struggle, but I mean that is it's a part of the sport, it's part of the business of the game. Um, obviously, they they saw things that uh, that they they didn't want to see, or um, I wasn't falling into place for their systems and and what they wanted. So um, just the way it goes. So obviously, you just kind of have to roll with it. Yeah. How'd you end up at Stonehill? Um, I when I entered the, the portal. Um, they reached out. Um, Dave Borges reached out immediately and uh, explained his interest in me. And uh, throughout the summer, I uh, kept in contact with them. And then towards the end of summer, I just thought it would be a good spot 
uh, get a lot of minutes playing and uh, kind of build a program from the uh, ground up. So. Yeah, what's that like? Yeah, it's, 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 this is our second year at Division One, but they're really the first full year playing a D1 schedule. I know, you know the record's not, you know, you haven't won a game yet, but what's it like being a part of this uh, trying to build something? It's uh, definitely different. Um, it's It's got its struggles, uh, the growing pains of uh, not really knowing what's going on or um, obviously having a, a pretty young team, um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we, we're trying to build a culture. We're trying to build an identity for our team. Um, and we're just working towards that every day. Yeah, and you're leading the team in scoring with a goal and seven assists for for eight points. Uh, how good is it for you to be able to display your skills like this? Um, it's awesome. I mean, obviously, uh, I, I've always believed in myself, and it's it's uh, it's falling together where I'm able to show it on the ice now for uh, for everyone to see, and and hopefully, I'm able to uh, help the team out the best I can when I'm out there. Yeah. Of course, another former Union teammate of yours, Matt Allen's out there. Unfortunately, he's not going to be uh, here this weekend. But uh, what's it like with having someone you know uh, with you at Stonehill? It's awesome. Uh, me and Maddie were really good friends at Union. Um, we uh, we actually committed to go to Stonehill on the same day. He just committed a little earlier in the morning. Um, so it was uh, it was awesome news when I finally found out that he was coming with. Um, and it's uh, it's definitely made the transition a little easier. And obviously he's a, a grad student, so he's a guy to look up to, especially for a younger team. Yeah, I was reading your bio on the Stonehill website, and you said you chose Stonehill because it presented me with the opportunity to use my final year of college hockey eligibility. Uh, you're only a sophomore, though, right? Yeah, I I actually messed that up. Um, okay. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't the best typing out of me. <laughs> so, okay, it's like autocorrect. Everything I understand that happens. So, uh, yeah. What is it about when you were? committed to union and were accepted what was it what what was your goal to hope to be uh, your, what were your goals coming to union uh last year um i think one of the biggest ones was just uh having a quick transition into uh division one hockey um definitely a big big jump going from juniors to division one uh, the guys are older bigger stronger um, so the biggest thing is, is adapting quick. So I think that was my biggest goal from the uh, get go was to just make sure that I, I listened to what the coaches had to say and, and I just did what I could when I was on the ice. What was it like to play for, uh, Josh Halgy? It was really good. Jo- uh, Coach Halgy is an awesome person, a great coach, um, and, and just a, a great, great family guy. I, I feel like there was a culture there of, uh, of a family. Um, and it was it was really easy to play with him, um, and he was a great leader. So, how much fun would it be to take one or two games this weekend from Union? Obviously, it would it would be very fun. Um, but we're we're uh, we're gonna go into it just trying to make sure we stick to the process and uh, and then leave it all out there. So yeah, well you well, I'll wrap this up by saying that you you, know, you live in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, which is in suburban Philadelphia. I grew up in Philadelphia. <laughs> What do you think of our Eagles right now? They're not doing too bad. They're not doing too bad. I hate the Chiefs, so that was uh, that was a fun one for me. I'm still trying to figure out how they won that game because they looked so awful in that first half, and the clock management there at the end of the first half was awful. And 
But yeah, you know, they they got it up the offense in that second half and shut the cheeks down. So it's just like uh, my my son who, who was born here in in Schenectady. Uh, he's he I raised him right because he's a Philadelphia sports fan, and you know we were just excited to you know this team. This team isn't polished yet, which I, I think it's, it's it's scary good that they're gonna they're gonna get better as the season goes along. Yeah, absolutely. And what's it like also being an Eagles fan in uh, New England Patriots territory? Uh, you have to you have to stay quiet. You have to uh, you have to tiptoe around, not let anyone know. Um, I'm always watching the games probably the day after, just so that way I can actually cheer and uh, watch. So <laughs> funny. So well, uh, Greg, appreciate a few minutes. Uh, good luck this week, and we'll see you on Friday. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll be back to wrap up the podcast and have the latest winner in the Daily Gazette's You Pick'em Football Contest in just a moment. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody, this is Don Barnes from 38 Special, and you're always rocking into the night when you're listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Hold on loosely, Ken. Just don't ever let go. It's the most historic conference in college hockey. It's a battle night in and night out. ECAC Hockey, an iconic conference home to 12 of the most prestigious universities and programs in the world, and showcasing the best student athletes in the sport. Top-notch facilities and arenas, incomparable traditions, passionate fans, alumni who go on to become elite professionals, leaders, and champions. ECAC Hockey, there's no experience like it. Hi, this is Daily Gazette staffer Amira Ditchie. I would like to wish you a happy holiday season and a great 2024. Back to wrap up the podcast. The Week 11 winner in the Daily Gazette's You Pick a Football Contest with Jonathan Owens of Rexford with a 13-1 record. Jonathan wins a $100 Hannaford gift card. Congratulations, Jonathan. The VIP winner was my buddy John Keller of KDO Burns with an 11-3 record. I was also 11-3. I am 103-61. and uh, my Gazette colleague Adam Schinder was nine and five. He is one hundred four and sixty. I'll announce the uh, you pick a football contest winner's name, and that winner's name will appear in Thursday's Daily Gazette. To play, go to dailygazette.com and click on the you pick a football banner. You can look for my picks at dailygazette.com. Just because COVID nineteen mandates are easing, that does not mean you should relax. Be vigilant. If you have not gotten vaccinated or received a booster shot, please do so. Do it for yourself, do it for your family, and do it for your friends. That wraps up another edition of the Parting Shots podcast. I want to thank John Poppy, Landers Green, and James Gillespie of the Union College football team, and Coach David Borges and defenseman Greg Chapchin of the Stonehill men's hockey team for being a part of the show. If you have questions or comments about the podcast, email them to me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. Follow me on Twitter and X at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I am Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good sports, and happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.